This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, podcast time. Thursday morning, August 2nd, which is crazy to think that we are in August now, but that's where we are. How are you, Aldo? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, yes, uh, this is your last day here for uh, your off Friday. I am. Everyone is off tomorrow from the show. Except it, you. Yeah, except for me. Is that going to be weird for you, or it's gonna do you be look weird. at it as, see how this goes? It's going to be weird, but it's also nice. It's almost like... Um, you know, musicians, longtime musicians, Jerry, that have played with a band. Mm-hmm. Uh, occasionally, they'll get to play with another band. There's, like, no pressure. And now uh, let's see what it's like to play with another band. We might lose you. Yeah. If uh, Well, who's it going to be? Evan Roberts. And Chris Moore. Chris Moore. Probably and is not Fliegelman in me. tomorrow, too? I believe Fliegelman's in. Okay. So at least you're kind of used to him a little yeah, bit Yeah, I'm now. used to Flegelman since I, I think Eddie has taken the summer off. <laughs> summer of Eddie. And he's had a lot of time off. Eddie's yes. had a lot of time off. We all have. I'm about yes. to get a lot of time off. Yeah, you're going to Alaska for a month. I'm going to Alaska for a week and a half. With Who's a, in Monday with me? Is it me and Greg? I think it's you and Greg, yes. And Boomer's off for just two Boomer, days. Boomer's out Monday, Tuesday, okay. next week. Right. Got it. And Never then uh, I'm out. Thursday, Friday, and then the whole following week. Wow. What is going on? Yeah. What is up? <laughs> so that's what's going on here, Jerry. Uh, but luckily, I have some stories for you uh, on this last podcast of the week. Okay. Between you and I, tomorrow, Erica and I will do the warm-up show. We make that a podcast. Nice. Now, there was no podcast yesterday because the show was on remote, correct? There was no post-game podcast, but I did post the warm-up show. For sure. In, I just meant this or this one. In lieu of it. Right. Got it. Because I wanted I every- to go back and listen to. Yeah, I wanted to have everyone hear the technical difficulties in the beginning. <laughs> Terrific! If you haven't listened to it, uh, please do. I will. I plan to. Even if you only listen for the first three minutes, right? It'll count as a download anyway. It'll make make us look good. <laughs> well Jerry, said. I have a uh, according to the Centers for Disease Control, which is a real place, the CDC. They say chicken is a healthy protein source for people. But it also causes the most illness. In what way? Like like um, bacterial? Yes, bacterial, okay. Jerry. People don't know how to clean their chicken or cook it properly. Why don't you just burn it? Doesn't that take rid of all the bacteria? Yeah, but I guess people are not really uh, cooking their chicken all the way. I will tell you a number of times, like, I, I cook chicken 
Monday through Thursday, every night. Right. A chicken breast. And some breasts are thicker than others, as we know. Yes, Al. I still will only put it in for 20 minutes. And there have been times when I'm eating my thick chicken breast where it seems... Raw? Not going to say raw, but I'm going to say as I'm eating it, I'm going, hmm, this is interesting. (laughs) This isn't cooked. And then I monitor myself for the next hour and go, (laughs) does my stomach hurt? You almost think yourself into something. I think myself into something. And then I went out and I bought a, a meat thermometer. I still haven't. I have it sitting right on the counter. I don't stick the meat thermometer in the meat. But uh, yeah, chicken, Jerry. That's the problem. So you don't stick it in the breast. I do not. Hmm. You should. Here's what the CDC recommends when you're dealing with chicken, Jerry. Uh, avoid eating uncooked chicken. No, you're kidding. Wash your hands with soap and water before touching your chicken. Clean your surfaces that you're going to use to prepare your chicken. Avoid using the same utensils on raw and cooked foods. And then use that meat thermometer. You ever jerk your chicken? <laughs> I'm not a big sauce? jerk. I'm not a big jerk guy. <laughs> You're not a big no. jerk guy. No. I like a regular barbecue sauce. <laughs> I like the Jack Daniels barbecue sauce. Yeah, that's good. That's probably my favorite. I was able to put, oh, so I didn't see you. So Tuesday night, I had meatless chicken. <laughs> Well, that's not possible. <laughs> it's called Beyond Chicken. Beyond Chicken. And they were chicken strips. Fake chicken strips. And they had the grill marks. It was like made of soy protein, pea protein, rice. I don't know what the hell it was made of, but God, it looked just like chicken. Did it taste like chicken? Not even close. Oh, didn't, Jay? It taste it like it. It did not. But here's the good news. It didn't taste like anything. Right. So it wasn't like you took a bite and it was like, oh, it was like... All right, there's nothing here. Just brush a little bit of that Jack Daniels sauce on it. Yeah. All good. That's the thing. If you go to, a, like, I've been to vegan restaurants. There's a, there's one in um, Belmar that I go to, and they have vegan ribs and vegan chicken wings. Just Similar. lather those things up with sauce. Lathered in the sauce, you don't know what you're eating. Yeah, it's so true. It really is true in a way. And I had it over brown rice and vegetables. It was good. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't that, great. That I, was a very healthy meal. I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, it was about a 5. A 5. Which to me is fine. Not a 1. It's not a 10. All right. It's okay. I get. I worry sometimes with uh, barbecuing chicken because you put the, uh, in what the CDC is saying about preparing chicken and not getting sick. You put the chicken, the raw chicken on the grill. That first flip you do with the tongs, you're touching raw chicken. Yes. Then you're flipping it over again. So you're constantly putting... Raw Remnants chicken. of raw chicken on yeah. your chicken. I guess. And yet I don't want to clean a second utensil, so I don't know what what else to do. Right, it's such a pain in the butt. It is a pain in the butt, You need Jerry. two tongs. Two tongs. Two tongs. Jerry, a mother is suing Canada Dry. You know, they're the makers of... Ginger ale. Yes. Well, that's the problem. She's suing Canada Dry over the amount of ginger in ginger ale. Meaning there's not enough or they think too much? Not enough. Julie Fletcher filed a federal lawsuit against Canada Dry, alleging the beverage does not contain ginger at all. Hmm. Canada Dry's listed ingredients are carbonated water, high fructose corn syrup, sugar, citric acid, sodium benzenate, natural flavors, and caramel colors. That's the, Those are the only ingredients. Yeah. Miss Fletcher believed 
Canada Dry was made using ginger root and was, as a result, a healthier alternative to regular soda. She's silly. It's still soda, and it's tons of sugar in it still. Lab tests, Jerry, revealed that the beverage did not contain ginger. Why is it called ginger ale? But the company argued that ginger is used to make the natural flavoring in the drink and uh, contests the methodology of the lab test. Hmm. (laughs) This is great. Listen to this, the rest of the story, Jerry. There have been multiple lawsuits against Kellogg's from people who are led to believe that Fruit Loops contained fruit. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> My God. There was also a lawsuit, you might remember, against Subway sandwiches because their foot-long subs were 11 inches. Oh, my God. Boy, people really don't have anything better to do with their time, do they? Until 2015, Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes did not contain pumpkin, an ingredient that was added after pressure from a blogger named The Food Babe. So there you go. I was never one to believe that ginger ale was healthy. No. No one should believe it's soda. Anybody that thinks it's healthy because ginger might be in it, and there's such a... Even if ginger was in it. Right. You know what a minute amount of ginger would be in that? Minutia. A minutia amount. to drink ginger healthy... In a yeah. healthy way, as I have tried, you have to cut an entire ginger root up, boil it in water, and then let it get cold or cool overnight in the refrigerator. Yeah. That's to make like eight ounces of real ginger water. You know how much ginger might be in ginger ale? A fraction of a teaspoon, right. if anything. So it is funny though, because I did not think um I did not think people really thought that that was healthy. Well, the Fruit Loops one is really stupid. You think? I mean, come on. Turns out these Fruit Loops don't contain bananas at all. <laughs> this is dumb. Jerry, this is a story that I call the wild and the wacky, as Marv Albert used to do. The wild and the wacky. Ooh. Identical twin brothers are marrying identical twin sisters. Okay. And all are moving in together. Okay, that's a bit much. The two sets of 24-year-old twins are having a joint wedding uh, this coming Saturday, I believe, in gonna, Grass Lake. Were you invited? I was not invited <laughs> you to go this to one? the backyard party? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty wild. I always wondered about twins. Right, like, do you think the girl, especially if they're identical? Yeah. You think the girls could, for poops and giggles, say, "All right, let's see if we can trick them tonight." Yeah. I always wonder, like, let's say, um, hmm, like, let's say you're, that you had a twin brother. What's to stop your wife from also finding this twin brother attractive and exciting like she does you, Jerry? It's all in the personality, Al. But what if the twins are the same personality? Then you better hope that she's not smashing your brother. But you could always say, I thought it was you. Yeah, no, it's a problem. And if they're going to live together, I mean, that's what I'm saying. At what age do you think identical twins don't dress alike anymore? Mm, well, probably when the parents stop making them dress like that. So I'll say ten. I don't. I think if I Nine. had if I had identical twins, Eight. I don't think I would dress them the same. Even I wouldn't young. Either. That's silly. I'm trying to think when my son, my kids started dressing themselves. Probably more like six or seven, actually. Now that I think about it, like my kids have not. We have not taken clothes out for. Forget Jim Mather, He's old. But my little guy's eight. We have not picked out clothes for him in years. He does, does he, it himself. Does he pick out the same clothes a lot? No. That's what kids like to do. No, he doesn't. Matter of fact, he tries to change it up a lot. Is that right? Because he tries to match the different colors. 
So if he wears shorts that have like a burnt orange stripe in them, right? He will literally take all the clothes out looking for a shirt that's got burnt orange in it. Really? Yes. He's very into fashion. No, matching. He might be a fashion blogger. We don't know. I suppose it's possible. Yeah. I would doubt that. Doubt it, though. I would doubt that. Okay. He has come down wearing two different socks. Just because he thinks it looks different. Right, something different. It's different, all right. One's black, one's white. It doesn't look right. Did you ever date a twin? Me, no. You? No. But I would imagine that if you did date a twin, if you were having any bumps in your relationship, you would think... Oh, I should have picked the other twin. <laughs> Maybe I was more compatible. Maybe I was more compatible with her. Well, how about if you're the twin who was kind of left out in the cold? Right. Because her twin got together with this great guy. Yeah. She's got to just pound her head up against the mirror every day, say, how is it not me? And is she also attracted to this guy because twins often think a lot? I would think that's very possible. And if you're the guy, you got to make sure... You know which one you're talking to. That twins world is a wild world. Yes, you called it wild and wacky. My sister has twins, but they're it's a boy and a girl. Right. So they're not identical. They're not identical. Got it. People, legitimately people ask. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Not knowing that. I had one, I've, a friend of mine has kids that were born on the same day, one year apart. <laughs> and one of my, I went to a barbecue a few years ago, because the kids are at the time, he's eight. It's probably three years ago. Or so, because one's his age, he's eight now, and the other seven. So it's probably three or four years ago we were at a barbecue, and they just said, "Oh, they share the same birthday." <laughs> My friend's wife goes, "So are they identical twins?" She goes, "No, no, they're a year apart." She goes, yeah, "But they have the same birthday." Oh, God. Wow! No, you idiot! <laughs> they were born a year apart. Right? Not identical. <laughs> Stupid. And I didn't know twins. I I didn't know this till recently. Twins that are both boys or both girls don't have to be identical. No, not at all. I thought if you were the same sex, identical, if you were not. No, not at all. Hmm. Not at all. We, matter of fact, we have friends that have triplets, um, two boys and a girl. And the two boys, I mean, they couldn't be further apart in terms of the way they look. No, it's strange, too. In, in rich communities across the country, you'll find more twins. I wonder if that's because there's a lot more of the... In vitro. in vitro. Yes, which is expensive to do, so it you got to be a little wealthy. But that's where a lot of that stuff can happen. Yeah. Very easily, too, the way I understand it. So, rich neighborhoods equal more twins. Oh, I never gave you the story about making you very happy and your girlfriend very Oh, on the show unhappy. you How it. did I forget that? What was the story now? Woman celebrated her 106th birthday in the Bronx yesterday. Wow. 106, and she's still healthy and she still walks. They asked her the keys to long life and good health. Yes. She says for 50 or 60 years, she's been exercising regularly. She eats a massive amount of vegetables. And to live a stress-free life, she never got married. Is that right? How did I forget that? 106. 106. And she looks great. Like in the past, at least, I shouldn't say she looks great. She she looks like she's 106. Right. But a healthy 106 if that's possible. She should get married this year. (laughs) And, and we'll she die dies, in three weeks. Be like, well, she got married. <laughs> oh, I'm so angry. I forgot to do that because I teased it too. You did tease it. I pulled a Craig. You I teased, teased it something and, and you forgot about it. Didn't deliver. Damn it, Jerry. I have here high calorie restaurant meals. I'm going to throw some of these at you. The blooming and, onion is it still number one? From, uh, uh, I don't know if these are in order. Let me take a look. Because that was uh, always the number one worst restaurant. Well, that. Food. Well, here, yeah. Well, that's not really a meal. 
Okay. This is a meal. So Buffalo Wild Wings has something called a cheese curd bacon burger. I mean, that sounds like a lot of calories. Deep fried cheese curds on top of lettuce, tomato, onion, American cheese, mayonnaise-based sauce, and two strips of bacon. It's 1,950 calories, 53 grams of saturated uh, saturated fat. Saturated (laughs) fat? And and 4,700 milligrams of sodium. Oof. Ah. What's the deal with sodium? What's the deal with sodium? Is that bad? a bad scene? It's salt. I took Gina's uh, son the other day. Uh, I, I dropped him off somewhere, and uh, I said, oh, let's go to uh, 7-Eleven before we hit the road because we're going to be in the car for a little while. And okay. I thought, let's get some snacks. Let's do this upright. He, he got two bags of beef jerky. Yes, which is very good except for the horrendous amounts of sodium. The two bags that he consumed had a combined 3,000 yeah. milligrams of sodium. That's how they keep the meat basically, I don't want to call it fresh. It's not fresh. That's how they keep it packaged. Preserved. And, yeah. It's just tons of salt. You do get a lot of. But God, uh, it's good. You, you get a lot of protein, but you really like. Yes. That, that beef and that teriyaki beef jerky is amazing. Yeah, that's the one he got. They have turkey jerky, too. I have tried that. Still loaded with salt, but it's good. Look at this thing, Jerry. IHOP has a cheeseburger omelet with pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this more than 1,900 calories, or uh, is that the big one? This one is 1,990 calories. Oof. It's eggs stuffed with cheeseburger patty pieces, hash browns, tomatoes, onions, American cheese, ketchup, mustard, pickles, plus a side of buttered and syruped pancakes. God. Do you think when people... My goodness. Now, I, now, most, if not all, menus in our area have the calorie count. Yes. Do you think when someone orders that, they just don't give a damn yes. that they're having an entire day's worth of calorie? Yeah, intake? they don't care. They don't care. How about this? <laughs> McDonald's 40-piece chicken nugget. 40? <laughs> Who's eating that? Actually, I would have thought this would have been more calories. 1,880 calories. It's still almost 2,000 calories because you also know that they're getting large fries with it. Right. And soda. So that's a 2,500-calorie meal. 2,500-calorie meal. I try meal. to limit my take every day to 1,650, and you're giving me meals that are 2,000. 1,650? That's that's the goal. Calories? Some days I hit it. Some days I go over it. But at least if I go over it, I try to stay under the 2,000 number. Right. The problem is when we go out to dinner, the whole thing gets blown up. Blown right out of proportion. Yes. Like, I went out to dinner... Down the shore, we went out to dinner the other night, and I went salad, no dressing, which I thought was good. I went grilled shrimp, which I thought was good. But it also came with a crab cake. That was amazing. Not so good. Not so great. breaded and fried, and so I was fine until that. Until the crab cake. And about four beers. That was not good. Four beers will also do it. People always forget about the drinks. I know, because I feel like it's, it's different calories. Yeah, empty, terrible ones. Empty, terrible ones, but I, yes, but I feel like you don't have the fat and the grease. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Not good for you. You drink a lot of beer, you're going to get heavy. I'm right. not, I get it. But I don't do it often. So if I go out to dinner once every two or three weeks and I have three or four beers, especially where we are now, where I'm walking to the restaurant, to me, it's not the butter and the cream. It's not good. I get it. But I don't feel like it's that bad for me. It's not butter and cream sauce. It's not. Let me give you one last story here, Jerry. All right. Uh, from Nielsen put this out. They do both the radio and TV ratings. 
they liked our show this morning. Well, no, this doesn't have anything oh. to do with our show. Damn. It says Americans are spending a eleven hours a day consuming media. Is that, I would have thought more. Is your phone considered media? Yeah, I would have thought more. I mean, I can look at my God, the amount of people that stare at their phones nonstop, watch TV. Watch videos on their phones. Listen to the radio using apps. Yeah, I mean, I would think smartphones, more. tablets, game consoles. Yeah, I would think it's more than that. Eleven hours a day, hmm. and yet still, some of you don't listen to this podcast. It's this is only like a thirty-minute podcast. I know this should be must-listen to every day. You still have ten and a half hours to do your other nonsense. When are we going to do the drive-in video one? What is this one? That I don't oh, know, this, we I don't know the place. I don't know if our play if our station would let us do it though. As we drive in videotape? If we did one with Izzo. I think we'd be able to do that. Be allowed to do it once. Hold on, I dropped something. We couldn't make it a series, though, because if you make it a series, then you would have something as Al pulls his back out trying to pick up a piece of paper. I was thinking today when you were talking to Evan about his, um, or I'd asked Evan if he ever photographed his home studio where he does his Saturday show from, and he said no. Yeah. I thought if we could have Izzo go home with each person on the staff and video their home. And their day. And their day, yeah. not the outside of their home, so that we know right. where they live. Yeah, I'm, I would be cool with that. It really would just be me by myself eating chips and salsa. Right, yours would be very quick. Yeah, here Mine I am. Mine would be a little more complicated. Here I am preparing chicken. Right. You'd be running around with the kids. I would be in the backyard throwing a ball. We'd be in yeah. the pool. We'd be inside. We'd be at the fields. We doing got games. In other words, doing things. Living. Is Li- <laughs> <laughs> what I would call it. I'd be like, well, I guess I'll do laundry now. <laughs> Right. Here goes my two socks. And since I don't watch the jeans, here are my two shirts. Woo! That was tough. Well, now I got to fold these. So did you want to grab a video of this real quick? And then Al folds his clothes and he's done in 36 seconds. Now what? No, this is what I do. This is it. Now it's the ID channel and chicken. Like I got a uh, postcard in the mail yesterday that said, your car registration is in. Come by the dealer. Oh, you finally got that. Come by the dealer and pick it up. And when I looked at that, I go, when? What? <laughs> How about any time between <laughs> 11 a.m. and 7 p.m.? When will I have time to do this? <laughs> Every day. That's what I looked at. I was like, are they kidding me? <laughs> I, I actually don't understand why they can't just mail it to you. Me neither. Every dealership does this, so there must be some law. I don't get it, though. I don't understand that. You're right, that they can't mail you your registration if you buy a new yep. car and yet to renew your passport you just throw that in the mail <laughs> your passport but god forbid your car registration goes through the mail how are terrorists not stealing our passports in the mail i don't i don't, I don't want to think about that you don't me neither that's a depressing way to finish and like when you send out that passport and you eventually get it back you're like wow that was lucky that the it actually worked. And quick. And quick. Yeah. Some things work so smoothly and quickly. Yeah. And other things seem like such a process that shouldn't be. I'll tell you what works very smoothly and quickly, Jerry, and convenient and helpful. All of those things. Ooh, I'm intrigued. It's the confidential support line for veterans. Good call. The U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs, their Office of Mental Health and Suicide Prevention, Jerry, they have a helpline. It's very easy to use. 1-800-273-8255, and you press 1. That way you don't have to listen to the whole thing. Press 1 for this, press 2 for this. Just press 1. <laughs> or you can do online chat at veteranscrisisline.net. Or, I know you're a big texter, Jerry. I, well, 
texting uh, 838255. You don't listen to me much. What is this? I, I'm into the online chat. More online than, chat. More so than the text. But I agree. If you're a texter, awesome. But sometimes you want to actually talk to a human being. I don't, but if you do, they have that option as well. Absolutely. 1-800-273-8255. It's available to all veterans, even those not enrolled in the VA health care. True. You would use this uh, phone number or the website or the texting if you or someone you know is concerned about a veteran. You can also visit the website, veteranscrisisline.net, to learn more about recognizing signs of crisis, warning signs of suicide, and how to respond to a veteran loved one in crisis, Jerry. See, these people are doing good things. You just, you just talk sports. Yeah. This is helping people. I always think that. I trust you. Me, do, I right? think about that a lot. I do too. When I see stuff like this yeah. set up and the work these people are doing, it is real life, real important yes. issues and things. And what we do is Stupid. just not. Right. Crazy. Although this counts because we're getting the word out. Yeah, true. I'm going to count this as me doing something nice today. You're paying it forward. Paying it forward. Good job. The warm up show is next. Hey, have a great weekend. Oh, yeah, you're I will not see you tomorrow. tomorrow. And wish, A, my eight-year-old team has a champion game tonight. So tonight, championship. Good luck to my, yes, is good our, luck to my team. Uh, is your kid pitching? Um, Starting? Pro- he probably will. You don't even have your starting pitcher ready to go? Well, he went the full six innings last week. Okay. And he was great. I'm not sure. I don't know. I game don't time know. decision? No, I have to make the decision oh, soon, actually. Soon decision. But, yeah. We'll play, right. play later tonight. Very excited about that. Good luck to them, Jerry. Thank you very Please much. Maybe Hizzo can come video it. Please tweet out an update for us. Um, if Well, I tweeted out the update last week, I think. I know what you should do, Jerry. What's you that? did. Yeah. I saw that. What you should do is if your team is down a run, you pinch hit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll wear my jersey. <laughs> Have a great weekend, Al. Sewell! It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Hey, is this thing on? I think it's on. Al Dukes, how are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. I love being in a radio slash TV studio. It's so much nicer <laughs> than going out on location, which I I don't care for anymore. I'm like an old man. I don't want to leave my home. Well, you know what? In this case, I happen to agree with you because here's what usually happens yeah. when we're here. Everything works. Everything works. For the most part, we have a yeah. day here and there. We had one last week. Most of the time, things work. Almost all the time. Jerry, it's got like a 95% success rating of things working and let's when put it, we're here. And if you would have anything in life that you were successful 95% oh. of the time, you'd take it and run. I hate when people use that uh, baseball analogy. Like when somebody oh. sucks at school or something, they go, you know, baseball players fail 70% of the time and they're successful. And they could be yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but this is, you know, math. That you <laughs> it doesn't be, work that way. They have a little better percentage-wise. That would be pretty cool, though, if, like, a nine-year-old got a 54 on a test and went home and said, you know, if this was baseball, Mom, I'd be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, so let's uh, look at it that way, why don't right. we? Jerry, big series tonight, Yankees-Red Sox. Oh, sure. Now, listen, for reals, I know yeah. we often always go, like, I agree. this is a must-win. Legitimately, if the Yankees get swept here, the season's over. Well, <laughs> the season's no, no, the season's not over. And you still make the playoffs. The division playoffs? is probably over at this at that point. You'd be nine and a half games out. I think if the Yankees don't sweep, the division's over. No, it's not. 
It's not. If they go two and two this weekend and they're five and a half out on August, what would it be? August 5th? Yeah. August 6th. You still have 50 games left, Hal. Like in a week. Remember um, when they were nine and nine and they were like six or seven games out or something? It was like, oh my God, the Red Sox are so good. The Yankees are going to be playing for a wild card. And then I don't know. The Yankees ripped off 20 wins in 22 games and they were in first place. So well, it, it can happen very quickly. They have to just keep, well, Yesterday wasn't good, but right. they got to get back to winning games more consistently. They'll be fine. All they right. will be fine. They're going to get Judge back, Aaron Judge. He'll be back. The problem is like the Sunny Gray. How about how embarrassing is this? I heard Michael K do this during the game. They're going to have Sunny throw over to first base several times until Lancelin's ready because they don't want him to pitch to the next batter. Is that right? <laughs> Come on, that's how bad it's gotten. Listen, no more pitches. He's not ready. Just keep throwing a first. That's pretend, embarrassing. Pretend you're picking a guy off. <laughs> right, exactly. I hope there was a someone on first, Jerry, when they were doing it. <laughs> there was, they actually. Were, there was. Now, that would have been awesome. <laughs> Practicing pickoff moves at first base. <laughs> no one's there. <laughs> Just in case. That'd be great. Jerry, I see that uh, New Jersey is going to join Nevada in uh, doing um, mobile sports betting. I saw this just a little while ago on your show sheet. Yeah, could be coming um, soon. soon. I think DraftKings is doing some sort of thing where it's like an invite only to a small group of people to, I guess, test out their system. Okay. But this always reminds me of, at first I was excited. I was like, oh, sports betting. It reminds me of those commercials you see on TV for the casino betting yeah, on your phones. Sure. Where the woman's like, I have a, I have a, what do you call those things? The, the slot. Slot machine. She goes like this. I have a slot machine in my kitchen. <laughs> well, that's probably a horrendous <laughs> idea. You're also going to be broke very soon. Yeah. <laughs> and while I've never bet sports, I am intrigued by sports betting. Yeah. I am afraid that I could fall down that rabbit hole. I think it's very easy. You sitting on your couch? <laughs> well, how betting about on the Mets Yankees. This is everything? how stupid it is though. Yeah. I don't know who someone wrote it on social media that I saw. Welcome to sports betting. The other night if you had the Mets plus 20 runs you lose. <laughs> I mean, come on. Now, I, they will never give us those odds, Jerry. Well, of course they won't. But even yesterday, if you, you know, you probably figure the Yankees go out and sweep a minor league team in the Orioles, it's two games. Alex Cobb, who was 2 and 14, is pitching. You got to figure you're going to win that game. Right. And they're down 7 1. It's, it's, who the hell knows? I have a blackjack dealer in my bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, no more money left. <laughs> I would think not. Also, I don't think the girlfriend would like that. I see that the um, NFL is uh, has named 39 officials to their officiating development program. Okay. And when I first saw this, I was intrigued and thought, this is actually the thought I had. Why didn't I try to be an NFL official? You still could be. See, that's what I'm wondering. Can I or of no? Of you can. You can you can change now. It's going to take you a long time. You might not make it until you're how old are you? Forty eight. It's going to take you a little while. How you long? could still be an official. If today I decided um, I wanted realistically, to be an NFL official, what are my steps? What are your steps? Pop Warner. <laughs> Let's start there. I can't start at forty eight at the Pop about Warner. For, why? They make good money. Like who do you think a referees Pop these referee games? Referee makes good money. Well, sh- I mean, I know how much umpires make. It's not bad. Like, what do you think an umpire for a 13-year-old baseball game makes? Travel. $30. 
$30. For the game. No. A, a little bit more than that. Actually, significantly more than that. Over $100? Uh, right around there. If you do the plate, you get 100 bucks. You do the bases, you probably get like $75 for a couple of hours' work. It's not terrible. I wonder if I would rather do the plate for 100 or have less pressure and do the field for 75 See, people might think that, and yet it, you never know where the close plays are. So here's the thing with the home plate umpire. If you suck, there are ways you can spin it. So if a ball comes, let's say an umpire, and I've, I've been there and I've done that. I haven't done it in 30 years, but I used to do it when I was up to 16 years old. One guy once told me, if you make a mistake, and you will, there'll be a pitch that's thrown right down the middle, and you're going to say ball. <laughs> you have no idea why you just called ball, right? Or you didn't call anything. And the, the other team's like, dude, what was that? You never say it was too high or low. You say it was just off the inside. Can't see. They have no idea where the catcher's really set up. Right. So the home plate umpire has an out. When you're at first base and you screw up a call, everybody knows. All right. Everybody knows. That's fair. So take the 100 bucks, be the home plate umpire. So I'm, I'm going to look into this NFL officiating program. The guys that are on the list, though, now that are going into the development program are either currently college refs right. or Canadian football league. Makes sense. So coming to a flag football league near you this fall, Al Dukes, the official. How could I move? How quickly could I move up? Uh, like not, if I, not if, very. If, if, You're not going to be in the NFL next year. I would say five years. Years. No, nah, probably longer than that. Unless you're just like the Alex Rodriguez of NFL of officiating, which mm, I could see you. You're kind of like everything you do. You've got to analyze. Could you imagine you on the football field? No. Right. I go under that hood. They'd be like, There's get no out. hood oh. and Pop Warner. Oh, I'm already at the NFL level. Oh, I'm sorry. In my head. Then you could be confused as a kicker when you're on the field. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, Sean Merriman, do you know who that is, Jerry? This actually fascinates me. Yeah, he played for the Chargers. This amazes me that after a violent NFL career, this is his chosen path. So it's not UFC. He's signing on with the World Bare Knuckle Boxing, uh, f- a fighting federation. World Bare Knuckle Fighting Federation. Yeah. They don't wear gloves? I don't think they do. I don't think so. They're just out there swinging, bare you fisting? You want to try it? You want to hit you? No. See how it feels? <laughs> yeah, crazy, right? I thought UFC originally did that, and then it was... I they, think it was too barbaric. Yeah. So they put these tiny little gloves on just to make it look better. Right, but these are gonna guys are going to have no tiny gloves I, on? I am not familiar with the Bare Knuckle Fighting Federation. Me neither, but I'm going to start being... No, you're not. You're never gonna. You're never gonna look at it on. again. You would. I would watch a highlight of that. A highlight. All right. That's not watching a match, though. I'm thinking of refing one of those matches. <laughs> <laughs> You'd run the other way. You might wet yourself. <laughs> what would be the What would be the entry level for that? If I wanted to be a ref in the World Bare Knuckle Fighting yeah. Federation, some high school gym on a Friday night at midnight, <laughs> street fights, <laughs> right? That too. Uh, if you guys are gonna have any street fights, let me know. I'd like to get in and officiate those. So I'll meet get you some... on Charlton Thursday night at two a.m. Yeah. when I park. Yes, then I can officiate that and really start getting my bearings straight for the yeah. Sean Merriman fight. Probably not the path you want to go All if right. you want to be an official. Fair I guess enough. we should probably take a break yes. at this point. All right, so we do have a break. When we come back, Evan Roberts uh, will join what? us at the top. We've got Erica Herskowitz here, me and Al, and Flegelman. So it's all good here on a Thursday. Where is everybody? We're like the Baltimore Orioles of WFAN. <laughs> now, wait a second. I'm Adam Jones. We have, to <laughs> we have to take a break. We're back in a moment on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show.
Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top. Evan Roberts joins us then. Uh, right now, we'll tell you the Mets and Yankees both lost. You got Yankees, Red Sox tonight. You got two minutes. Go. J.R. Smith, Jerry. This be- idiot. <laughs> being investigated by the NYPD. Doesn't the NYPD have anything better to do I'm than sure have to investigate do, this? But they have to investigate this because <laughs> there was a complaint. A yeah, fan, I know, I know. A fan uh, saw J.R. Smith coming out of a nightclub in New York. Shocker. And <laughs> wanted a selfie. J.R. said, I'll pass on that. Right. Uh, the fan then tried to sneak a photo of J.R. Smith. And J.R. Smith took his phone and they say he... <laughs> Threw it into a <laughs> into a construction site, and these phones ain't cheap these days. No, I have it, a friend. I have a friend of mine. Eight hundred dollars. I promise you, it is not me. You can look at my phone anytime you want. All right. I have a friend of mine who, when he sees whether they're pretty girls or guys doing stupid things, he acts like he's texting, and he's a creep. <laughs> he's taking pictures. And he films them. Oh, and it photos. makes me think how many people are doing that. Yeah. Well, J.R. Smith was not having any of it. No. Whipped it. I like that they go throw it into a construction site. I just picture his phone just falling into rubble, <laughs> into a sewer pit. Yeah, rats grabbing it and then running away. Was he shirtless? Uh, he was not shirtless. He I, I believe shirtless. he was wearing a shirt. And then this news uh, coming out of Hollywood, Jerry. This is a non-sports. This is a Hollywood story. Okay. A uh, Judd Apatow. You who the hell with is him? Judd Apatow? He's done a whole bunch of movies. That okay. You, uh, uh, just whatever. You got to get to it. You got to get to it. He says that he had a conversation once with Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise was not aware that internet pornography existed. Yeah, well, I mean, he's also into Scientology, so whatever. Like, does do you does that shock you that he would yes, say that? That shocks. Does it me. mean he doesn't believe it? He goes, "Wait a minute, you're telling me that on the internet there were videos of people." So what is he going to Easy Rental every Friday night? Wake up with Boomer and Geo oh. 